Well, we're back, folks. Hello. Uh, and we're doing an extra <coughs> Chinese episode. Welcome to Canton. Nick, what do you think uh, about the recent controversy? Which recent controversy? Uh, in Hong Kong. I'm talking about the mass protests. Oh, I'm actually like pro-PRC on that. Are you? Yeah. Why, the extradition rules? It's colonialist to, to support those Hong Kong protesters. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. Well, wasn't... It? Okay, I mean, I didn't really mean to go into that, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, fuck those. First, and the media is not going to cover. There's plenty of people in Hong Kong that are on the side of the Chinese government. Who, like the... the What, that lady? Uh, the, you can't tell them apart. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to know which ones are which? That's why there's fighting happening. Right. If everyone there thought it was good mm. or bad, there wouldn't be any fucking protests to have. Exactly. It's like that scene with Agent Smith uh, multiplying into more Agent Smiths, and then you can't tell who the original Agent Smith is, right? Yeah. That's what it... And the, but they're all doing karate, and Get, there's no Neo. They're just all Agent Smiths. Yeah. Um, Agent Smith. How about Gage and Smith? I don't know. People send me tweets, and I'm back on Twitter now, and almost every tweet somebody sends to me, I click on it, and it says, you can't view this because you're blocked by this person. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I have no I'm idea. I'm blocked by a ton of people. I, block- I don't even know who they are. I'm blocked by... The- I was... Like, sometimes it hurts. Yeah. There was a if guy... had no interaction there was, with them? There was a guy that for, like, six months was, like, my guy on Jeopardy. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like... Somebody... Like, I clicked that, and just, I'm blocked by him. And I'm like, but I rooted for you. The Arthur... Arthur said some shit about you, bro. Yeah. He talked... He talked shit on the Jeopardy uh, winners for us. Yeah, fucking Alex from Jeopardy blocked me. Not Trebek. No, of course not. He's... He's based... He's, he rocks, dude. He's I'm in a couple. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's actually him. Um, it's uh, the, the username is uh, N-word Groiper, but it's a picture of Alex Trebek. Yeah, it's probably him. I think it's him. Yeah. Because why, you know, would the real Alex Trebek use his real picture, real name, and then be dropping N-bombs in group DMs? Of course not. Right. He would use N-word Groiper, so people are like, there's no way. To, this is- to yeah, the scent, you know, to yeah. throw off the scent. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And he thought he was going to get, like... Because, you know, people doxed him. They were like, no, this is Alex Trebek. And he immediately fucking went to the media, and he's like, I have cancer. Brilliant. I have stage four pancreatic Brilliant. cancer. Brilliant. So we all felt bad for him. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, my God. And then, you know, once that guy... The guy who was going to dox him died of a heroin overdose, <laughs> luckily. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he died of a heroin overdose, like like most white men. Oh, my God. Uh, that's our death row. Is, that's that's our Omaha Beach. Is is the opioid is crisis? Opioids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. I would love to start an, my own mini opioid crisis. Yeah, sounds nice. Anyway, so then that guy that guy died, and then Alex was like, "Guess who doesn't have cancer anymore?" Did he go into remission? Yeah, he doesn't have cancer anymore. He's he, you can't survive stage four. He did. He survived. Wait, did he say that? Yeah, I think I don't know. Trebek, you got. <laughs> I don't, I've been like too busy learning everything about these Chinese protests. <laughs> I've gotten. Uh, I've been filling my brain with every detail, and I have so much information. Nick's on been it. obsessed with the Chinese protests. The Chinese government wants to put 
Hong Kongese people in prison. Right. For breaking Chinese style rules. That's unacceptable. For for basically when you cross the border from Hong Kong mm-hmm. into mainland China, you're supposed to take your shoes off. And for so no one is wearing for, shoes in the whole country. For years, people were just leaving their shoes on. That's and, rude. And as a matter of courtesy, it's like when I got that double parking ticket on alternate side street parking. That's day. bullshit too. Most of the time, you don't get those, but they got me. How they get you? And it's bet you're better off just getting the fucking street sweeping ticket because that's forty five dollars, and the double parking ticket is one fifteen, and that's kind of what's going on in China right now. Yeah, a little bit. You know, people were going back into China, but they were leaving their shoes on. That's right. I mean, I think that that's... I mean, that could totally uh, be related uh, to the SNL scandal. Yeah. Right? Is that Shane was pro-PRC, mm-hmm. and Lorne Michaels and the powers that be at NBC yeah. were pro-Hong Kong. The, 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 the reporting on it's been fucked up. Because it's like they keep saying that Shane's talking about Chinatown. He's not. He's talking about Hong Kong. Yeah. He's talking about Taiwan, actually. Uh huh. Not to be more specific. Which Hong- is a disputed territory, as we know. Yeah. It, when he said, let all the the CHN words, mm-hmm. the CH version of the N word, mm-hmm. uh, the Chinese N word. The Chinese N word. Is what? Uh, I'm not going to say it. We're not going to say it because apparently it's, it's as bad as the N word. Mm-hmm. And Nick and I are also both up for. Yeah. Uh, roles at SNL, right? It's um, it's. <laughs> I I had no idea that if you said, it, it's apparently it's as bad as the N word. Apparently, if you say that ch word, black people might beat you up. They get mad about it too. Well, that's isn't that what makes something as bad as the N word? <laughs> <laughs> if you take away the part where black people that's might right. beat me up. The N word's not that bad anymore. <laughs> then it's just a thing that hurts people's feelings. Right. If they, I'm not really concerned about if that. If there's no threat of direct violence. Yeah. Oh, no. What makes the N word bad is that I might get beaten up by black people. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, at no point was I concerned with hurting people's feelings. Oh, not the historical <laughs> legacy of slavery. And, yeah, I'm not. Know, yeah. How that word has been used. I'm not. Look, my history goes back to when did uh, The Simpsons come out? 1989? Think, yeah, 89. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what was I going to say? Yeah. I don't know. Well, solidarity with our brother Shane. Um, we actually wrote that bit for the Matt and Shane show. Yeah. We've been ghostwriting. And you know what? That. And here's the thing. For everybody criticizing uh, Matt and Shane, we uh-huh. sc- I scripted that entire episode personally in Chinese. And they said they weren't sure about and it. And they, in, the Chi- in traditional Chinese, and Matt and Shane sat down and learned Chinese. Uh-huh. And then translated and it back into English. translated it back into English. <laughs> so, think about that before you criticize these guys. <laughs> that they spent the time to learn your dumb language. Most people, I mean, it sounds funny. Can yeah. you just... I mean, like, our language sounds funny to Chinese people. Yeah. I mean, if you That's really, why people do the accent, because it sounds funny. Just and because I can't make this point on social media or whatever, <laughs> and, like, because it's not even worth it fucking wading into this, but, like, what he says on the fucking show, because, like, it used to be... For a while, it was, like, you know, when the first, when all this started, it started with that Lindy West article about the comedy right. has a dude bro problem. Yeah, yeah, sure. And the the... The point of that article was that rape jokes are bad because they punch down. But there's a right way to do a rape joke. And she says, like, Louis C.K.'s joke, which doesn't even, even by her own dumb 
fucking it doesn't apply it doesn't make sense yeah but then there was an understanding for a while with all of this up until now that like you can't there is a time and a place to say those things Mm -hmm. and then like the bill maher thing was where it's like you know that one was kind of a gray area but he got off for that but even if you if you apply the like punching up and down rubric if you can, there is a defense for what Shane said because there's always people saying that's indefensible. It's just pure hatred. And it's like no. What Matt says initially is is talking about Chinatown. He's like, they, oh yeah, they just had some like fucked up building. Mm-hmm. And then Chang, uh, 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 Shane says <laughs> that was close. I called him Chang <laughs> because to me he's Chinese. Chang Gil. Yeah. Chang Gilles. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Shane says, yeah. And then somebody's like, uh, yeah. Why don't we just let all the in there let them mm-hmm. live in there you know yeah which if you like deconstruct the joke he's speaking from the voice of like whatever social elements that are at, are at play that relegate chinese immigrants to shitty tenement housing right so it's like put all the you know whatever in there put all the c8 yeah fuck i hate this <laughs> i don't even know how to like i don't <laughs> want to say because it feels like i don't want to make a point of saying it because that's stupid that's and stupid i don't fucking care and about infantile that. Yeah. yeah but um let's just let's call them japs okay because it's not a good japs great because that's not is it racist i, have no I idea. think it was i think it's now seen as racist damn but it's misapplied because it let's, refers to japanese how about people. you're here we'll call them jews let's call them jews <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna give you the pass on that yeah, one right so shane says Put all the kikes in there. Uh-huh. And then, you know, uh, or should I say Jews? You could say either, honestly. It doesn't offend me. All right. Well, I don't, just, I don't know the way to go here. <laughs> because I feel like Jews doesn't hit hard enough. Yeah, say, you could say kike. The point is, is that it's not Shane calling the Chinese people kikes. It's the system. It's the system. He's speaking as... institutionalized. The, the <laughs> <laughs> exactly right the 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 no, local what is the actual line what does he say he goes it's the institutions <laughs> that societize <laughs> yeah god damn the, one of the one of the funniest lines of all time so funny <laughs> so that and the 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 um i was happy to see he he started doing shirts too the Epstein shirt. The Epstein shirt. It looks like it sold, he sold a ton. He fucking, yeah, I'm sure he, he caked up off that. Good for him. And he, and he handled the logistics, too. I know. He's a brother of the, of the shirt game. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> what the point is, is that, like, even if you want to use the punching up and down fucking metric to, to weigh whether what he said is okay or not, mm-hmm. the specific instance of him saying... Jews, mm-hmm. Chinese, yeah, whatever, Kikes. whatever you want to put it. You yeah. say it. I'll start, and then you say it. Okay. So he goes, yeah, let the Kikes live there. Yeah. So that when he says that, but for Chinese people, right? You understand? He's speaking. He's talking about whatever, uh, like you know, it's local liter- government. It, literally, uh, no difference from when Mark Twain says the N word. Right, because it has literary it's not Yes, it's not Mark Twain calling that guy the N-word. That's the, that's the name. He's speaking in the voice of the system. Uh-huh. 
you know. Now the Andrew well, Yang thing. Cormac McCarthy in Blood Meridian. Yeah, he says it the whole book. The whole book. And that was written what in the eighties? Yeah. It's like that's funny too. It's like woke people are supposed to be smart, and it's like, have you read any book ever? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, like, every book has the Edward every in single it. piece of literature I've ever read. Page one is like it was a gay day, and there were a bunch of <laughs> boop hanging out in front of the soda pop. You know, a hundred percent. Look at the back cover, and it's written in two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, and and they and won a uh, Pulitzer or whatever yeah. they give books. And then they started doing books where it's like a Hispanic guy that's like, you know, how to beat your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the, I know the, that book. The, yeah. the blood poured out of her nose like a beautiful rainbow that turned into butterflies. Very descriptive. Yeah, yeah. the magical realism of domestic abuse. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most books uh, do have that word. Yeah, and Shane, I think, as an artist, he should be a protected class. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, know. I don't know. They were just, I, I don't they know were wrong about, about MSG. I don't know. That's that's they were dead wrong about MSG. MSG is delicious. That's the thing where it's like you have to get to know Matt better and what makes Matt fun is that like he's just a guy. I I do the same thing where it's just you like waste all this time learning bullshit. Mm-hmm. Half of it's wrong. Matt's like a Reddit guy, right? I he think like, so. He, yeah, he like reads a lot of he shit. He reads on. shit that's yeah, just, <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> just, just a, a fucking like waste. Yeah, yeah. You know, like just there's no reason to have any of that information. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. But yeah, no, that's sh- that, that. What's going to happen to their they, show? Do you know? Uh, I guess they're probably just going to go back to. Podcasts. But they deleted the whole thing, didn't they? No, I think they just deleted some video episodes. I thought they dele- deleted the whole yeah. back archive. I don't know. And then the other thing Shane says is that it's like annoying to hear someone learn English or whatever. He's annoying like, to hear someone what? Learning English. Uh-huh. You know, which like doesn't I don't think I've ever overheard Chinese people learning English. No, they're just speaking English with a heavy Chinese yeah. accent. You know what's so funny, dude? I lived with that Chinese family and mm-hmm. I told this story before, but like the uh the parents the the parents didn't speak English. The dad mm-hmm. maybe a little bit, uh the grandma not at all. And then the son and the daughter would have to, like, translate. And the son was, like, just this, like, you know, he was younger. He was probably, like, 13. And he would just sit on his laptop playing, like, Korean fucking MMOs all day long. Mm-hmm. And But while he was sitting there, like, he'd be, like, you know, he was, like, very, like, nice and polite or whatever. He's, like, oh, uh, Nick, uh, my mom wants to know if um, you can pay the rent, uh, like, a couple <laughs> days early this month. I'd be, like, okay, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever. And then he'd be, like, okay, thank you. And then he would, like, go play MMOs. And then he would be on, like, mic, and he would be like, no way! And then he was just dropping N-bombs constantly. Oh, yeah. Just constantly. But, like, not... <laughs> like, that was the only part of AAVE... That's gamer language. That was the only part of AAVE yeah. he adopted. Uh-huh. was just saying the N-word, and it was like, this is insane. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking insane to listen to. Yeah. And it's like... But, really, it's like, why... Like, the the... First generation Chinese immigrants living in like tenement housing in New York. Like that kid is the face of how like cultural sharing is supposed to fucking work. Right. You know, it's like that he's probably so far away from any idea of like being canceled. It's like, yeah, that's how the other kids at school talk. Well, I think even New York City, like teenagers of any ethnicity just say it all the time. Yeah. I saw a hijabi girl outside of the bagel shop Mm -hmm. by where I used to live. And she was like, you know, she looked like a sweet, like, Pakistani girl, like, wearing a hijab. And she was, like, talking to some other little kid. And she was like, yeah, anyway, I was saying my my N-word. Like, you know, like, she was just dropping it constantly. Yeah. 
Like Arab kids drop it, Korean kids love saying it. Yeah. Everybody loves saying it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, you know, let black people have something. Right. Everything's been taken away from Right. Me. But I feel like some people get the past. Like that guy, uh ex or not uh uh the rainbow hair dude, what's his name? Um Yeah. You don't know. It's Wait. kind of like how you know, it's it's unfair because you know the real problem with pedophiles yeah. is the the wealth disparity in terms of access to being a pedophile. What do you mean? Well, with money, it's bad as it is, but like with pedophiles, it's like I guess Bernie would put it. He's like one percent of one percent of the pedophiles get the fuck ninety nine percent of the kids true. and get away with it because of their power. Because of their power, yeah. And it's like, where's the solidarity among that group? They should have more class. Why the fuck isn't Jeffrey Epstein? You know, uh-huh. and why aren't Jeffrey Epstein and, and Chris Tucker fucking helping out the guys on To Catch a Predator? Because they want to keep. Oh, because they want to. Because they forgot the old neighborhood, right? You know, right? They forgot where they came from. Yeah, they should. They at, forgot at coming the, up in the- at the very least be buying all those Mike's hard lemonades. <laughs> And the fucking lube and condoms or whatever. They they use lube on the kids? I don't know. That's a, the thing that... That was like the decoys. That's a, that's the thing. How dumb are you as a pedophile? You think you're talking to an 11-year-old and they're like, bring lube. Yeah. <laughs> like, like an 11-year-old. Old, yeah, right, yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want my shit to have any, like, car, rug burns or anything. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you bring lube to rape me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I forgot. Oh yeah, they got Takashi six uh, nine, who I guess is in jail right now, ratting out everyone he's ever met. It was like a Mexican kid mm-hmm. that like grew up in Bushwick, and he just says the n word all the time. No one has a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, everybody has shit. The problem now too is like now this has reached a tipping point where like. Um, they're just like all of these people that tried to drag, you know, like fucking the, the Legion of Skanks guys now are figuring out that you can search old tweets and they're like finding shit. Cause like everybody has something. Of course. You know, um, there was some like New York times opinion writer uh-huh. who fucking dragged Shane and then immediately like conservatives just went through her history and she's like. You know, be like if like if you a faggot, don't touch me. <laughs> you know, and just like a, a shit ton of them. I remember there was and a ton of like anti Asian racist jokes in stand up when I started. There, that's until people forget that the, cancel Colbert happened in two thousand four. Oh yeah, and we were all like, okay, that was five years ago. Yeah, they're like, settle down. You know, yeah, we laughed at that. I know. Yeah, we thought it was funny. Yeah, that some like Taiwanese slam poets got mad at Colbert. Yeah, literally for saying Ching Chong too. It's not like he was fucking. Yeah, it's not it like it's not like you know he was like China sucked. You know, it's like he was doing racism to the same fucking degree. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's like it's bad necessarily. Like, cause it, it probably wasn't good. For him to say that in 2004 or 14, but like it, it's wild how people just suddenly act like the rules have always been the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, they just outlawed beating women like three years ago. Yeah, and like, what did they do? They put out a press release or something. Ray Rice, that should have been Ray Rice's defense. He should have said, I'm the first guy to go to jail for beating a woman. He should have. Uh, what are you looking at? 
Um, um, I just I made fun of Jake on Twitter, and now he's mad. Is he going off, dude? I don't know. I you can't like. Ugh. Yeah. He goes, did I show you this? What did he say? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Whatever you say, man. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Oh, that's going to drive people nuts. Oh, that you showed me a text on and, your phone? And yeah. And, they, and that we like. And they want to know what it says. They want to know what it says. But you'll never know. They'll never know. Yeah. And that's what, and they're going to hate you for it. It's my fault, folks. You can like, jump into my mentions. Adam, Adam gets to see the text and <laughs> I don't. And fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Adam gets to see it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. It's because it's like, you know, I mean, Shane, everybody should be able to do these kinds of jokes or whatever. But then it's like, yeah, but you're appealing to an audience that's, you know, it's like, it, well, they're not dangerous per se, but they are annoying. Well, you're kind of, which people? You know, people that like comedy. Oh, yeah. Comedy fans are the worst. They suck. Yeah. But, th- but here's the thing is like, well, comedy doesn't have any actual fans. There's people they don't like the people that consume that don't like comedy. They just feel like these are things that they should be participating in. People uh-huh. that are actually fans of like comedy, like you know. No, I mean know. my parents like like Bill Maher and SNL and stuff. Yeah, they like shit that feels like no, they're stupid. They're like Matt. They are stupid. I mean, but they feel that like doesn't sh- count. If if they're like Alec Baldwin is like doing a Trump impression, they feel like that's that's. That's you know, it was funny. Something. I did talk to my dad. My dad's like, I, th- I think Colbert's great. We like Colbert came up, and I was like trying to be like, yeah, can't, can't believe what happened to that guy. Yeah, he my was the king. My dad's like, I, I watch the show every night, and I was like, it sucks. Does he laugh? Do you think they laugh? My dad's like, yeah, I think it's funny, and it's <laughs> like, I'm like, how? Because here's the thing: it's like I, I look at like you know all this woke bullshit, and I'm like, these people are completely out of touch. This yeah. is how Trump won. But it's like, I'm also out of touch. 100%. And it's like, no, like, what is, reality is a bunch of people just being like, you know, oh, everything's fine. You know, yeah. it's like, things are fine, I guess. Because I, I think about it, and it's like, yeah, the world's fucked up or whatever. But I think about, like, my dad and, like, you know, his, what situation he's, he's just in. in the living room. What his situation is economically or whatever, and it's like, you're never going to be able to retire. Mm-hmm. You're going to, your job is in like a fucking precarious position. It's yep. like your, the health insurance situation with them is like fucked up. And, uh, but it's like, well, I guess it was like that when I was a teenager and he didn't really seem to give a shit then. It's like, why would, why would he care just because I moved to Brooklyn and I'm surrounded by these conversations all the time? Right. You know? It doesn't it doesn't affect him whatsoever. No, nobody. Nobody. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Delaware, you're like, you know, oh, there's a new Batman? <laughs> oh, it's a Joker. I guess that's that's a type of Batman, right? Or no? Okay. I guess we'll try that Popeye sandwich. <laughs> and honestly, that sounds great. It sounds a lot better than whatever this Porsche We're going like, to go to war with Iran. It'll be something that's like wildly unjustified. Mm-hmm. And like there's just people that are just going to sign up and go to that war and come back and then like have just have to be lifted into their truck. Are we eligible for the war? What do you mean? The for draft? like the draft? No, we're too old, baby. What is it? 28 is the cutoff? Something like that, yeah. So sick. Yeah, you're still military age. I think you can enlist until you're like 40 now. <laughs> 
Imagine a 39-year-old enlisting. Yeah. Just like, I always wanted to squeeze it right under the deadline. That happens, too. It does. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. That's sad. Maybe I should do it. Yeah, I remember, I remember selling a car to this guy that was like fucking 38, this dopey 38-year-old guy that was mm-hmm. like a fucking E1. Yeah. And like his finances were shit, and he was trying to get like a car. But it's like, I mean, I, you, you don't know how long he's been in the military, but he's just like never once ever been promoted or increased in like pay grade, and he's just been in the Army forever, or like he just recently enlisted at like... You know, 36, 37. And it's like, man, just stay at GameStop. He it's just needed lo- a change, dude. He yeah, wanted to get know. away from his ex-wife, probably. No, she was there, too. She was there, too? Yeah, they bought a RAV4. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt real bad for that guy. Because I had, I had sold a car, or at least, like, I remember talking to someone mm-hmm. prior, either that day or the day before, that was, like, a sergeant or something, and he was fucking, like... I don't know, 22 or whatever, and just real arrogant and, yeah. you know, happy about his, like, military career. And he came back, and I guess probably probably had some signing bonus or something because he had, like, money to throw around. I remember. And just, the like, seeing the comparison between those two guys. It's, like, one mm-hmm. that's, like, the kinds of person the military wants. And he was rewarded for it, and he came back, and he's, like, talking about, like, you know, I was like, yeah, it's hot out today. And he was like, Iraq? 110 degrees, 100 pounds <laughs> in my backpack every single... I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> I didn't actually want to talk about the weather with you, so you should have taken that as a cue. <laughs> I, I, the other thing I could have said is shut up and <laughs> come back inside. <laughs> Fucking 100 and, 185 degrees every day. <laughs> Tell you what, if you're too hot to get your dick hard, we got pills for you. We got Blue Chew Men's Ultimate Pills. Now for men, guys only, guy power. If you, Adam, are you taking blue chews now? Uh, I I have taken them a couple times now. How do you feel about them? Um, you know, it's it feels pretty it feels pretty good to have a really hard dick. Yeah, it does make you feel good temporarily. It makes you feel powerful. And then the next day you kind of go back to reality. But yeah. while the dick is really hard, it does feel nice. It makes you feel racist. <laughs> Bluechew.com will give you. To feel the power of a man with a gun. Imagine if you live in a place where you can't get a gun, you can get blue chew pills that will make it does feel, yeah. Every single week, I fucking do this. I I start to read and then I don't remember what's on the copy and I have to frantically search through my email. Okay, here we go. If you like sex, is that in the copy? Yeah. Sick. If you like sex, you'll like... Who blue, doesn't? You'll like bluechew.com. Not even you'll like bluechew. You'll like bluechew.com. You'll be a fan the of website. Our, our website. Yeah, they're like UX. Yeah. Of their, like, uh, you know, minimal design. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy uh, shopping. They do have a thing, though, where it's like... They have a chat box on the website, and it's like, we'll connect you with one of our specialists. Yeah. And the specialist names are always like Brad. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to talk to this guy. But <laughs> can it, yeah, can my it, dick doesn't work. Right. This is this is one instance where I want the name to be like Vikram. Yeah. <laughs> you know He's not going to run his mouth. I've, right. I want like Omar Malawabad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like direct from, give me the most Indian call center guy you got. I don't want a dude who potentially lives in, like, fucking Secaucus. Yeah. Be like, bro, your dick doesn't work? <laughs> Wait a minute, I know you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's. But instead of what I what I said just there, pretend it was something positive about the website. Because mm-hmm. if you like sex, you'll like BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Wouldn't you like to last longer and go extra rounds? Frankly, no. No. Extra rounds. What do you mean? That's like a like a prize fighter going like fifteen yeah. rounds or something. I love the idea that there's just people that fuck where it's like you come, the girl doesn't come, and you're like, I think I want to come again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I know you didn't get off, but I'm trying to do. I'm trying. Oh, to, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm tired. Mm. At Bluetooth.com, you can get the first chewables with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. The chewables from BlueChew.com can be taken on a full or empty stomach. The online physician consult is free, so it's cheaper than the other two, Viagra and Cialis. It only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. Uh, No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. The chewables from BlueChew.com are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the USA. BlueChew gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. What do they mean, awkward conversation with the pharmacist? Yeah, I don't. you don't really have to talk to the pharmacist about anything. Yeah, you just pick up your script. They don't say like, oh, you're... Yeah, sorry. I got to look. I think I fucked the calendar up here. I know BlueChew's definitely <laughs> one of them, but... The other one is... I love that these, like... I just get worse and worse at doing this job. <laughs> mm. uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh, wait. So, last week, we did My Bookie, right? We did My Bookie and Sunglasses. Yeah. We can cut this part out. No, I'm not cutting shit out. What do you mean you're not going to cut that? I mean, I people are going to get mad at this. People don't have to get mad. People can... Uh, uh, button their britches. Uh huh. You know, I know you're you're dying for. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good on this. Yeah. So Blue Chew for sure. Definitely, uh-huh. you want to check out Blue Chew, um, because they they definitely are the sponsor this week mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and uh, it only takes a few minutes to connect. Mm-hmm. You know, you got. But the thing about no blue shoes, it's it's also kind of like a, a nootropic. So it's like it, it kind does. of like it makes you smarter. It makes you smarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes you more zoned in. Your blood flows better because it goes to your dick. So it definitely probably goes to your brain as well. It does. I think it lowers your blood pressure too. So if you don't have health insurance or a way to go to a doctor and you have yeah. high blood pressure, just just prescribe yourself this stuff. Eat that shit. Yeah, it's it's really good for people who have other medical conditions that want to self diagnose and, uh-huh. and self medicate. Yeah, you know. Yeah, most most conditions can be helped with a. Uh, Sort of a massive erection. Or yeah. you won't think about them for, mm. you know, four and a half, five minutes. Yeah. How about boo chew? Uh-huh. And it's, uh, they scare you into getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, good. Just in time for Halloween. Uh-huh. And now, just in time for Halloween, Blue Chew is offering Boo Chew candies to hand out mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, if, if you want to slip a couple of them, in some uh, Snickers, and oh, we got okay. we got kids right coming around. 
That's a you know what I was reading about that. That's like a real thing that I guess is well, this is gonna sound awful, but I saw somebody posted a thread that like <laughs> I guess there's like people that do like pink pilling or whatever where they slip like hormones into like drugs. Halloween candy? Into like uh, not Halloween candy. There was somebody that was mixing them into Xanax and then selling them to high schoolers. Like an insane to like make them ladies? Pink, yeah, pink pilling is like a type of black pilling where they're like, just be trans. But those don't last. I mean, like, you just, what, your nipples get sensitive for a couple of days or I, something? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. But that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That sounds like some, like, 6 o'clock news, like, yeah, your kids are doing this bullshit. This would be a good thing to ask Matt McCusker about. He probably would know. Yeah, pink-pilled, Urban Dictionary. The act of turning seemingly straight males, effeminate, transvestite, e-girls, or transgenders. Commonly used among edgy, Twitter, right-leaning transgenders. Wait, what's what's uh, e-girls? Uh, e-girls are trans women? I thought they are just girls that use the internet. I don't know what anything means anymore. I don't fucking know either. I'm too old to know anything. Uh... Pink pilling is apparently when women get convinced feminism is about women. I don't know. I just heard the term once. Um, and I, d- I didn't really look into it. Well, that sounds right. Yeah. They should uh, do that with Halloween candy. Yeah. Make all the kids girls. Well, that was the thing when I was a kid. Was they were always worried that there might be razor blades in the candy. Yeah. Wouldn't you know? Uh, yeah, you would know, and it never happened once. Yeah, there was never a case of that happening. There was a story. How'd that, come, how'd that go around? There was a story in Texas where some guy said, "Like, oh, somebody poisoned my kid with the Halloween candy." But he was doing it. He did it. He killed his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Something the Joker might even. Yeah, that is twisted. I love how mad people are at this movie. I might go see it just because people are mad. I'm definitely seeing it, man. Let's go see it. Is it out right now? Did I tell you that? I was in Toronto at the film festival, and some guy... Uh-huh. Somebody sent me a picture at the film festival. There was a guy just in the full costume. Like, looked exactly like Joaquin, waiting yeah. in line in the standby ticket line. He didn't have tickets to see it. He got dressed up to see just it. Just in, in the, on the event, and he the could off, score a ticket. In the off chance. That rocks. <laughs> That's that something rocks. even the Joker might do. Even. That is he's <laughs> truly... <laughs> that rocks, dude. He's in the parking lot scalping tickets. He's trying to get like the jet. Jesus Christ, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope he got in. You just have to take the train home, all sad because he didn't see his his movie dressed like that. Yeah, he has to do the makeup all all over again tomorrow. Try mm-hmm. again. I'm gonna dress up like the Joker and go to Petco and try and teach the macaw the N word. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. I think that that would be mm-hmm. chaotic. Yeah. People are like, man, what are you doing? It's like, just trying to introduce a little chaos. <laughs> like, please just stop. <laughs> please just go home. <laughs> we, I don't want to turn this into a thing. Just please leave. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So how's Toronto? You liked it? No, man. Toronto sucks. It's dude. boring. Yeah, it's a shitty town. Yeah. Do you remember that, like, window we saw that was, like, that coffee shop? And it was like... We're we're Canadian as fuck, and we don't give a fuck what you think. Mm-hmm. Canada's like, yeah. When was that other coffee shop we went to? That's like, 
warn women about shitty dudes and it's like the anti-rape coalition like all over the place and it's like can i just have a coffee yeah what are you accomplishing <laughs> with that it was insane i mean because you go you go to a lot of places like that here where it's like refugees welcome or yeah, whatever. Yeah. it's like one or two things is fine but that entire coffee shop like the cash register was like my pussy my choice and it was like i just you know i wanted a croissant welcome to rape coffee yeah Jesus Christ, man! Mm-hmm. Well, I I got in trouble for that tweet that I did about my, the coffee, sh- one of the coffee shops in my neighborhood. Yeah, playground. Don't say it. Oh, beep that. They got really mad at me. They got mad, and at I you. do go there every day. Fuck them. They're allowed to be. They're you're allowed to criticize them. I wasn't. Cri- well, I said that their cold brew was six dollars, which is not. Oh, it's uh, I think. Just under five dollars. Just under five dollars. But I do tip. But so when it, you, yeah, it does work out when to you six. Add the tip. You factor in the time it takes you to get to the coffee shop. Oh, that's at least six dollars. Time you could be wa- You could be making money. <laughs> you know, this is time. Excuse me, but I have, I make fuzzy dice. <laughs> I'm at home knitting fuzzy dice, and I need my precious six dollar cold brew, sir. It's four dollars and ninety two cents. Yes, but the time. I remember they told me they were like, "You said that our cold brew is six dollars, and uh, we didn't. Yeah, like it's it isn't six dollars." And I, I just like for some reason I tried to like reason with them. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a comedian. I I like make jokes on the internet where I you know exaggerate things." And, mm-hmm. and they were like, "They were like, this is a family owned business. Like, what are you doing?" What, but what they the, did take down. What the, do they think is going to happen? That they're gonna that family's going to get divorced. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, it's, uh, I'm here with Child Protective Services. We heard that your uh, cold brew is six dollars, and you have a refugees are welcome here. Yeah, poster. we're gonna have to take your son to foster care to be molested because comedian Adam Friedland told tattled on you. I tattled on Twitter for charging a, an unreasonable six dollars for this cold brew. The joke was that the refugees couldn't even use the bathroom there. Yeah, which is probably true. Which is probably <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs> but and they the, had the sign up anyway. Yeah, so they had the they had to cling to the six dollar fucking ice. So they're cup. like, it's not six dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, which is kind of an admission that they wouldn't let the refugees. <laughs> the fact that they didn't even try to fight you on that. Yeah, they they're got like, of course they can't use the fucking bathroom. <laughs> Where's a refugee going to get six? Do- I mean, four dollars and ninety two cents for a fucking <laughs> to use the bathroom here oh. at their job that they stole from. You know, me from another exactly. family. Exactly. Yeah. They took our jobs. These damn Syrian refugees took our jobs. I used to walk around with with a baby in my jacket. <laughs> that was my job. I was going around and I'd sell babies out of my jacket and this fucking <laughs> David Tell looking piece of shit comes by <laughs> they do look, and he stole my Especially on the post. He stole my goddamn I was the baby <laughs> guy. Everybody knew me. Oh, 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 there goes Mitch. There goes baby selling Mitch. Right. The I was a hero. I, I was a hero of all these barren women. I'd go up and down this town, I'd say, Listen, I got this baby. I got this baby. It, uh, usually $15, but for a pretty thing like you, you can have it for eight as long as you suck my dick. <laughs> and I got my dick sucked every day. Uh-huh. And now what? Now fucking uh, Pumar from from, from who gives a stand? Yeah, who, who, who gives a shit? Uh-huh. Who gives a... a, a Kar- 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 Karachi? 
That's Pakistan. Yeah. From uh Kumarachi, uh-huh. like the racist guy trying to come up with fake names for Just takes places. Twenty minutes, <laughs> but, but but he accidentally names all the like real places. Yeah, Jalalabad. Yeah, no, but where the hell is this guy from? Fucking Hyderabad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you know, uh, oh Bombay. Well, you know, <laughs> some made up place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that guy. I was the baby. I, I sold all them damn babies. Well, that's what they're coming here and doing. They're selling babies. I don't know. I just know that. Is picture. that what he thinks? The picture of the guy with the baby in his jacket. It looks like he's selling a it baby. It looks like he's trying to sell a baby. It does look like David Tell. It also looks a little bit like uh, Ahmadinejad a little bit. Yeah. What's he up to? Uh, I think he's on Twitter, but I, I'm not sure it's really him. Yeah. And then people are like, "This is an epic tweet from Ahmadinejad." Yeah, he was so cool. It was funny when he like kind of did middle finger to Israel like that <laughs> every day. Yeah, <laughs> just constantly. It his was... his response to that Danish like the international response to the Danish bombing of the cartoonist. Uh huh. What did he say? He was like he's he's like you're absolutely right. Muslims are out of control, and it's unreasonable to be this angry about a cartoon. Anyways, we're gonna have the national cartoon in Iran to come up with the funniest cartoon for your precious Holocaust. (laughs) 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 They had like a contest for kids to see who could make fun of the Holocaust the best. That rocks. Yeah, honestly, that does rock. He rules. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking absolutely rules. In another life, he would be on Sirius. He would be on Opie Radio on Sirius. Oh yeah. He's just saying it like it is, dude. Soapy Radio still exists? I don't know. Does it? I don't know. It's funny how how the landscape has changed so much in my relatively brief time in New York. Of, like, media in general or comedy? Comedy. I mean, the fact that, like, you think about Opie and Anthony. Right. And what it would mean for a young comic to go on the Opie and Anthony show. Oh, yeah. To walk into that studio and know that you're, like... These are, this is like, these are killers. Mm -hmm. You know, to fucking sit there and like be on record with Patrice Mm -hmm. and have to hold your own. And now, impossible also. And now it's like Anthony Kumi is doing a show with like, you know, a guy that hands out race realism flyers outside of fucking McDonald's. Yeah. Like a a porn star who uses the N word. Yeah. And doesn't apologize Uh for it. Yeah. Yeah. I take enough of that dick. I can say the word. I can say the word. Um, yeah, yeah it is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they all hate Opie, like all their fans. But maybe they know. like him has, now. I think he has a decent amount of his own fans. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's here's what he certainly has is like just boatloads of money. Both of those guys. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Jim too. I know. Yeah. You guys went over to his crib. Yeah, it's insane. That's crazy. It's, I mean, it's like excessive. It didn't like it's. It's like you know, just one guy living there too. I know. It's one like little guy too. Yeah, he, it's, he didn't. Need, he doesn't need all of that space uh-huh. in mean, Manhattan. It's, it's nice, but it's like that. Yeah, yeah. It's selfish. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, it's literally a penthouse. From from Jim and Sam show. I, yeah, just fucking like so long on the radio. I mean, it's like I don't know what those guys got paid, but it's got to be at least like a million a year. You know, that rocks. Probably like, three, and then he does stand up. Probably too. like three mil a year or something like that. Holy shit, dude! There used to be so much money in radio. 
I know. Like every like local market fucking shitty like it's the dick and fuck show you yeah. know like man man like all those guys uh-huh. that spent that would basically do this mm-hmm. you know it's so funny when people are like oh you get like annoyed with how much money we make in comedy and it's like yeah the radio guys who you despised right never did stand up right got paid like so much more shit ton. for doing yeah you get like a half a million dollars uh-huh. to just. Be like, you're not going to believe this. Mother in Arkansas found her baby uh, with his penis in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I wonder. That, I guess what, John? That really sucks. What? That's, what? That sucks. It sucks. Oh, the the vacuum it, sucks. It sucks that. that oh happened. my god! Because it's, it's a vacuum cleaner. And I wonder if it's one of those ones that also blows, <laughs> like that president we got, Obama. That's pretty good. He, he both sucks and honestly blows. put us on the radio. Yeah, fuck this. Dude. I actually did. They have there's a radio show in like Louisiana or something. Mm-hmm. Like something. I, I think it's like it's on a shit ton of southern markets. It might have be out of Houston. It's like the Walton and Johnson show or something like that. And it's just like I I was driving through the South one time and I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> I mean, they, like, you know, they were doing care. I, I wish I could remember because at the time you, I was listening to it. I'm like, this is just like off, like off the deep end, like, you know, fucking like, like right wing boomer Facebook level. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they actually like had me call in because they thought one of those articles I did was real. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, you got a girl to call in. No, I called As in. Nicole. I had a girl talk to a British journalist that wanted to... Oh, know, that's Some British so reporter funny. that wanted to do a story about the breastfeeding thing. But that Walton show, they were like, you know, I just I was like, yeah, this is Nicole or whatever. <laughs> and the producer's like, all right, so, you know, no matter what, just like stick with the story, you know, when we're on the air. And it's like, so you know it's fake and you want me to help your shitty radio show. Right, right. You know. Are those articles still getting people? Uh, I don't know. But they had me on to talk about breastfeeding my 12-year-old and immediately brought up Sharia law. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it was like that, that gives you an idea of what that show is. Right. Yeah. I guess it was on Alex Jones recently. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, if, if I'll tell you what Alex Jones can't do. What's that? Uh, wear underwear. What do you mean he can't wear underwear? Oh, he can't because he's uh, too slippery. Oh. Every underwear there is, um, he can't. He doesn't know how he's to. He's tricky and slip, slippery. I'm going to need you with me on this. I one. got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. So he. God damn. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Mac Weldon is a uh, name of a thing in my email somewhere. Mac. Well, okay, so I'll just look, I'll let you guys in on a little secret here. We're about to talk about Mack Weldon underwear. Yeah, and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about Mack Weldon underwear for about fifteen seconds. Okay. Now here's what we do: we just stay silent for fifteen seconds. They skip ahead directly to the read. Right. Okay, and we're done talking about Mack Weldon underwear. I'm, I'm, or, I'm glad to talk about that. Or are time. we, actually? Are we? Because, no, and I just remembered, Mack Weldon underwear is the best underwear that I've ever wear, wore. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Because at Mack Weldon, I, they, I believe in smart design, simple designs, and simple minds. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> 
<laughs> this is the movie Dangerous Mind. Yeah. But it's simple. <laughs> just like, just like, we're never going to get out of the hood. <laughs> what do you think, son? This dumb white bitch going to come in here and tell us we got a future? I shit myself every day. She's like, yes, but have you heard about Mac Weldon underwear? <laughs> Because if you're wearing Mack Weldon underwear, you can shit in it every single day, and the antimicrobial... The shit disappears. The shit disappears, baby. It's diapers for the 21st century. Yeah, space-age diaper technology. Look, Mack Weldon is an underwear company on a mission, and the mission is simple, right. just like you, to make sure all of your basics and beyond are mm-hmm. smartly designed, and shopping for them is easy and convenient. Okay. They actually, this is, a, they do have a nice website. Yeah, yeah. I will say. Great UX. They do have a good UX. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so used to Am. Anytime I have to go buy shit on another website, because you're spoiled by Amazon. So easy. You could buy with one click. Well, you go to another website, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, you got to zoom in to, the, like, the little dialogue dude, boxes. So much uh, extra bullshit going on. Really annoying. You know, not Mac Weldon. Easy. Mm-hmm. I love. I I just love clicking on stuff, and they they got a mobile website, mm-hmm. so it's it, you could buy underwear <coughs> on your cell phone. They got an award winning app. Award, they have an app for the underpants. Every company has an award winning <laughs> app now. They founded Mac Weldon because they wanted more out of their basics, and always questioned how something so essential could be such a pain in the ass to buy. Mm-hmm. And that is true, you know. I go to I buy my underwear uh, at the store. Uh, or when I used to do the same myself. Yeah, and when I went there, uh, it was the Adidas store, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, I was I brought the underwear up to the counter, and I was like, you know, is there a place I can try this on? And they were like, no, it's underwear. We don't have fitting rooms for underwear. And it was like just the other clothes. Yeah, they're like, we don't have fitting rooms for underwear. And I uh-huh. was like, I was like, really? You don't have a fitting room for that? And they were like, no. I was like, all right. And so I took all my clothes off in the middle of the aisle. Mm-hmm. And I pulled. What my, else are you gonna do? I pulled my penis out, and everyone's laughing at me. And the, they came over, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You said you didn't have a fitting room for underwear." <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, you can't try on the underwear." I'm like. So not only do you not have a fitting room, I'm supposed to not expose my my penis and balls uh-huh. to try on the underwear. I'm not supposed to wipe my penis on the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me I'm not supposed to wipe my penis? <laughs> Dude, she sounds like she was being a bitch. She was being a bitch. And you know what? So I, that bitch said you couldn't you couldn't put yeah. your bare your raw dick and balls. Yeah. And the guy came up to me in a top hat and he was like, Sir, my name is Sir Marcus Weldon. I go by Mac for sure. Oh, it's a nickname. Uh, Marcus Sir Marcus Weldon. My my fathers were earls that were cousins. And he's a knight? I I am a duke, an English duke. duke. Oh, you could be a sir and, and yeah. my family is so inbred that two men are able to produce offspring. I don't know that. That's how inbred we are. And we are constantly wiping our penis on underwear. And uh-huh. we're going to create a new type of underwear called me, called Mac. Mac Weldon, his nickname. His, well, his real name. I thought he was Marcus. Well, Mark, Mac is short for Marcus. Is it? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was just like a general you nickname. Remember, remember people call call him Mac Garvey? Instead Mac of Marcus G- Garvey? No? No? Do people call him that? I think so. Is that song Return of the Mac about a guy named Marcus? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Well, who are, who are, who are the, there's got to be at least one. I'm pretty sure Marcus is long for Mac. Anyways, the frustration was real, and our eureka moment happened in a department store aisle full of brands that dominated our top drawer. I get frustrated. So this brother. is this is actually this is on their website. They leave out the part where the Duke saw me wiping my penis on the. Underwear. But they're talking about the aisle. They're talking about that story. Surrounded by a mind-numbing assortment of underwear and socks, we realized consistent fit and quality became a game of roulette. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take matters into our own hands. Okay. And. Uh, you ever like hold your your dick and balls like a cheeseburger? Oh, like with uh, your balls with on either both, side? Yeah, with both hands, you hold the whole setup <clears throat> like a cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of a one handed cheeseburger man myself, but yeah, I know what you're talking. No, about. I mean, would you hold it side like this? Oh, like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you don't hold it like a. Well, it's kind of like a dick taco. If, if actually, there's think no, about your. There's nothing you hold with two hands. Maybe a golf club. Baseball bat? Baseball bat. Yeah. There's nothing you hold with two hands? What are you talking about? There's a, nothing I can think of that you hold with two hands other than like a baseball bat or a golf club. I guess you might be right. What about a steering wheel? Yeah, but that's not... That's, that's gay. It's an arch. <laughs> yeah, it's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gay to drive with two hands? Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I don't drive with two hands. What do you mean? I always, I'm always doing some other shit with this thing. Yeah, me this too. Thing. Fingering. I'm on my phone. Yeah. Fingering. I'm always, um, yeah. Smoking cigs. I love doing the like whoa move, you know. Oh yeah. Whoa, yeah. reaching in the back seat to finger. Oh, you finger someone in the back seat. Yeah. I was assuming it was the front passenger. I always have my car bitched up. Mm-hmm. You know, I got bitches in every seat. You know, you know, I like to go MDWD when I drive. Tell you something. When you're riding my car, you're always riding bitch because my fingers are finding <laughs> their way to those pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Weldon started from scratch and engineered their own fabric. Mm-hmm. We made, that seems excessive. Their own fabric. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. I mean, you got scientists to do that. Yeah. Um, they could have been doing more creative things. Made sure the design Important process things. was meticulous. So you can fit on, count on the fit being the exact same each time, no matter how fucking fat you get. We built a world-class customer service experience. The difference is in the details, so we obsessed over every stitch and seam until we reached our definition of perfect. And by stitch and seam, they mean obviously the stitches on the underwear and the seam on your penis and balls. Because mm-hmm. stitch and seam does sound like those could be uh, Synonymous. slurs. Also, oh, yeah, that's what Shane said. Yeah, yeah. So look at all these stitches. That's what he calls trans people. Stitches. Yeah, we go in the bathroom. <laughs> it's full with uh, it's a bunch of stitches and seams in there. Yeah, they built this fucked up bathroom downtown. A stitch is a male to female. A female to male is a seam. Is a seam. Yeah, yeah. Stitches and seams. The stitches and seams comedy show coming to Netflix. <laughs> I love how everybody's like, "Oh, great! Now he's gonna get a Netflix special called Triggered," and it's like you're al- you're already upset about like something that has it just, not happened. It's not happened. It won't happen. Also, like, every single one of his shows is going to get protested. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's going to get shit no matter what opportunities he gets. His life's over. 
His life isn't over. He's going to have to kill himself. He should. I mean, like, he probably should kill himself. What I do like to find too shit on Shane, I like that his like, apology in both of his statements are like just totally just fucking like football coach bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I, I I did the best I could. I gave it 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came with 100% We got hustle. a lot of good guys. We went out there. Yeah, he's <laughs> like talking about it like he We lost. got a great group of guys. We had, there, yeah. was a, there was a great hustle. There was good effort. <laughs> and I understand this is fucking year zero of a 35-year rebuild. But we, we, we have the desire and determination and persistenosity to overcome and achieve in everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy's so yeah. funny, bro. At the end of the day, just putting putting things like at the end of the, at day, the, end of the day in an apology. Yeah, he's yeah. good enough for, what are you saying? Yeah. He's good enough for just SNL. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, you can't take that away because hustle is something... You know, and it's all, all of that is solely caused by people quoting Vince Lombardi. They should have never done that. He should have just been a guy that was good at football or like good at coaching. Uh-huh. And then nobody should have ever listened to him. I don't know. I think it comes from that culture in general, but it probably stems from Vince Lombardi. I think it's like the, ex- that fucking, the dog and the fight bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, what are you talking about? A dog fight? You take the dog out of the fight. But you can't take the fight out of the dog. So you can and it's like, a murder Hold dog. on. It's okay. like, they do that all the time. Yeah. The whole premise of fucking re- rescue pit bulls is that is you can take specifically the the take dog. the fight out of the dog. Yeah. So, also, what are you doing going to dog fights? You're at the Super Bowl. You, that's kind of you a thing to more? say that, like... That it's wasn't like, enough for you to be at... that. You had to create the Super Bowl, and you're like, yeah, but what if we, what if we got like a... What if we got like a warehouse somewhere, and we made dogs kill each other? That's kind of a thing that's like, you can take the dog out of the fight, but not the fight out of the dog. That's kind of like saying, oh, yeah, like a criminal mind Mm -hmm. will never be able to be rehabilitated. Yeah. That's kind of could be like a racist thing to say, like, oh, Mm -hmm. they should all be locked away. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Mac Weldon, actually, part of their process is putting the underwear on dogs and then having them fight. They don't test on any animals besides Besides pit bulls. And the dogs that that they do test on have committed murders. They have committed murders. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. You got underwear? Take it off. Fucking eat it. Mm -hmm. Eat your shorts. Oh, literally. Literally. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Um, Required. The host producer cannot use the word. Oh, okay. What word? Um, it's the the one we said before. The one Shane used. Yeah. Is it Mac Weldon got him fired at SNL? Mac Weldon got him fired at SNL. Oh, damn, I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought they were just making underwear to wipe your penis on. Listen, it's the best damn underwear I've ever used. Yeah, but you know what? now it's pretty messed up. Now that I found do. out Mac Weldon was on board with that, to I'm our kinda, buddy. Yeah, I'm kind of just. I'm not on Shane's side anymore. Oh, no, you're pro Mac Weldon. I kind of am. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabric. You know, it's so funny because they do have a thing that, like, a word you can't say, and I'm not going to say it, but it's just so, like, fucking banal. It's just Mm -hmm. part of their, like, branding strategy that completely goes out the window as soon as you're, like, looking at any other aspect of this ad room. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, but don't say this. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, Mac Weldon believes smart design, premium fabric. But this is all. I got like a new email with new copy in it, but it seems like it's more of the same. And I'm always terrified that I'm going to fucking do specifically that. Say the last copy. They, whatever the dumb. But they thing. haven't changed, you know, the quality of their products. Yeah. Know? Actually, they're, they're. I think they're nicer, dude. 
because we they got, have gotten nicer. We we got some more, um, some we, more underpants. More underpants. Yeah, yeah. I like them. I love them too. But and it's also like, the, truth be told, I don't wear underwear in the summer. Uh huh. Just because it's like uncomfortable and I sweat yeah. a lot. But now that it's winter, yeah, I'm excited. They keep your shit hot. Yeah, it's just my shit's fucking like. It's just gets stuck to my leg and it's fucking uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Having yeah. balls is terribly uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I tuck my balls into my ass. I mean, I, I boo- try I, to, but I forget all the time. I booyah myself. And then you can't, like, if you try to booyah yourself, you're like, oh, I forgot to booyah myself before I left the yeah. house. I'm you sorry, everybody. I forgot to booyah <laughs> myself before I left for You work can't be on the train yeah. just stuffing your balls into your ass. If everybody, <laughs> I'd like to make an announcement. If you're concerned about the smell, I'd just like to say I didn't booyah myself before leaving the apartment. My name is Mortimer Shekel. I work at 325 Broadway. If you have any complaints, go in. Go to the front desk, talk to Sharon, let her know that Mortimer did not booyah himself, and then his penis and balls smelled bad on the train. Thank you. Uh, Mac Weldon's uh, line of uh, silver underwear and shirts are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. And they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still, still refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mackwell underwear, socks, shirts, and shirts and socks look good, they perform well, too. It's good for working out, going to work, going out on dates, going to work, going on everyday life. That's all I do, baby. You fucking... I don't do shit. How long does my apartment look like this? It's been pretty messy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. My life is just in shambles. Yeah. My, my, mine, too, dude. We'll get Stav back. You know what? Olive skinned. It'll be great. It's funny. Stav's gonna be back on the next episode because I got you mad know, at us. I got that luck of the Irish or whatever. So I have all these things that I don't deserve. Is that a sarcastic thing? No, Irish people aren't lucky. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I genuinely feel like I've been like extraordinarily lucky in my yeah. life. Um, the but prob- I don't think it's the, an Irish. The thing. problems I have are all like internally sourced. It's that it, like. And that's not really luck. It's just ba- a bad outlook. Anyways. Um, uh, oh, fuck. I guess I got to say that I bought the green underwear. I don't I don't know. I don't know the name of the underwear. I bought the green one. It's nice. It was very easy to buy. It was so easy to buy that I picked out the underwear that I wanted and I green got Green colored or green like a uh, carbon footprint it's, kind of it's shit? It's the green colored one, but they look nice. My dick looks nice in them. In them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, your dick will look bigger in them. They do. They no, the bulge area is well designed. It's nice. I will say it is nice. Yeah, I do have other like compression style underwear. Yeah. There's like too much pressure. Right. And it fucking terrible. Yeah, it just like it jams your shit up. Or that whatever. fucks my whole shit. Or up. sometimes it pulls it too far forward, and then it, like then your dick looks too big, and it's like, well, I don't want that either. Oh, I, I, do, I do want that. No. Personally. Yeah, you look like a clown. If you're walking around with like, like the f- wrong type of underwear that pulls your dick forward, and you just have like a big ball, it looks stupid. Dude, someone re- <laughs> someone retweeted this video. This guy on my. Anyways, uh, I'll, what kind I'll of show you after this? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, anyways, I wore them around, and uh, 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 I wore. I like the underwear is fucking good. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Now I'm getting mad at this copy. Anyways, so for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CUMTOWN20 at checkout. Um, and yeah, 20% off, MacWeldon.com. If you don't like the underwear, 
They'll refund you, no questions asked. And you asked, keep the underwear. And you keep the underwear. Right. Check them out. I mean, for, with that, it's like, you know, what, what do you have to lose? Literally nothing. Literally fucking nothing at all. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. Um, so Shane's actually like, he just tried to call me. What's up? Shane just tried to call me. Does he want to call into the show? Um, I I don't know if there's a way to do that, but uh, I mean we don't have too much left here. <sighs> Should I get into Hot Wheels? <coughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking about getting like a pacifier, like a teething ring. Baby shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting into like. Just sucking on a teething ring all day long, mm-hmm. and maybe like a little play cash register that I bang on. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a like a car with the feet, like yeah. a Fred Flintstone style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go around my apartment and be like, these SJWs, are <laughs> <trying> to- <laughs> <laughs> these SJWs are trying to ruin my fucking life. Fucking cancel culture. <laughs> dude. Fucking cancel this. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think we should go to one of those. Um, mm-hmm. Adult daycare places yeah. in Brooklyn. It'd be funny. It's like a, a first generation, like Chinese person trying to tell their immigrant parents about Shane and cancel culture or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, you know, they're like, yo, mom and dad. <laughs> it's like this fuck, this cracker, Shane, <laughs> B. You know, they're like, they're like uh, Michael Rappapochang, what are you saying? <laughs> That's her son's name is. They, they wanted him, him to have an American both, name. Yeah, he both is Michael Rappaport and sounds like him, but it's they're a big copland. Yeah, they're fans. like, yo, this cracker Shane be talking mad shit online about about us, you know. <laughs> and now they're trying to say that it's cancel culture, and they're like, oh, but cancel is real bad. <laughs> they're like, no, mom, it's it's cancel culture. They're like, yeah, 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 your brother had cancer, the one you know we had before we came here, and we couldn't get health insurance for him. <laughs> And the joke there is... I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. My first girlfriend used to do this impression of... She took some, like, English class Uh with, like, some Chinese... Just, like, Chinese, like... But, like, Chinese Barbie, basically. You know, um, like a very, like, glitzy Chinese girl. And they had to write, like, a... a, Like an art... Like a persuasive essay. Mm -hmm. And then read it in class. And she used to... She was the first person I knew that could do, like, a just fucking rock-solid Asian impression. Yeah, and she used to crack me up because she was like, "Yeah, she's this girl in this class, gets up and she's like, um, uh, shopping is uh, my essay is on why shopping is good, <laughs> and <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, uh, shopping is beneficial because uh, you get exercise from carrying the bags." <laughs> And fuck man, that shit used to crack me. Was up. that in like a what context was it? It was like in a college. It's like class? an English class. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, shopping is beneficial because you get exercise from <laughs> carrying the bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she was telling me about they had to write another because they were always like writing essays and having to read them. Uh-huh. And there was another one they did, and she was talking about the about like the effects of war on people mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's like. Uh, a lot of people don't consider the psychological effects of war as, as uh, the physical effects of war, uh, uh-huh. such as uh, like uh, breast cancer and brain cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. My God. And before you get mad, 
and say that that's, that's anti-Asian. Remember, that was my first girlfriend, not me doing the voice. Okay. I'm reporting. If the voice, okay, the voice is bad. Okay, the voice isn't fucking. Can we just admit that it sounds funny? It, the voice is funny. It's not bad. It doesn't. It's not like a sign of like disrespect. It's like the same as literally doing any other fucking a accent. Russian accent or a French it's accent. Fuck, there is no difference. If like anyone that tells you that it's that there's a difference is lying. It's like any argument that I've seen has been bullshit. That's like, oh, you're mocking the struggle that Asia. No, I'm laughing at a silly voice. That's it. I'm not fucking like, <sighs> it's not like, fuck these people trying to learn English. At least with me personally. Shane might feel that way. <laughs> I don't. I j- it's like, it's just genuinely, I think it's like, a f- like it's a funny voice. Also, I was they- making myself laugh the other day, imagining like fucking Chinese Tony Soprano. That would be good. It would be good. Just let's, going to Doctor Melfi. Just going to Doctor Melfi, being yeah. like, uh, "I feel bad," and then Melfi's like, "Don't feel bad." And he's oh, like, she's Chinese. Oh, too. okay, bye. And that's then that's it. it. Yeah. That's the whole show. Yeah. Woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 dong ding ding dong. He's <laughs> <laughs> just he's just <laughs> crashing his car yeah. all over the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> just smashing it, smashing into the guardrails in the Jersey Wall, smoking that cigar. <laughs> Rear-ending people. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Yeah, no, that 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 won't stop being funny to me. I'm sorry. I I can't. You're not going to convince me that's not funny. <laughs> you can't do it. And I don't like, you know, I, I don't know. I'd rather live my life and laugh at things because it brings me fucking, it makes me feel better because life is garbage. Yeah. It feels nice to laugh at something funny. Yeah. It's like. And they laugh at our shit too. Right. They think we're ridiculous. I'm not fucking Mark Wahlberg. I'm not going out and like ripping people's eyes out with fucking meat. No, holes. it's not a you. I mean, in a lot of ways, you you truly respect the Chinese. You lived with them, sure, but I don't know. Yeah, disappointing time to be in comedy, I guess. Unless you're somebody that does, you know. Well, it's like sort of like what we were saying before the show. Lip sync like- stuff. I'm sure that's great. <laughs> I'm sure, sure, it's a great time to be in comedy if if what you do is just. Uh, Reenact TikTok videos. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, the other guy that got SNL. Oh, I completely forgot that that's what he does. Yeah, he does lip sync videos. Yeah. Which you know what? And that's the other. Those thing, are too. pretty. Uh, some of them. That's are pretty the other good. thing too. Is like <laughs> then there are people that were like you know not a lot of them luckily, but there was people that are like going after that guy, and it's like Bo. You know, yeah, it's like you know he did. He's not trying to fire Shane. Right. Yeah. And also, he was he already worked at SNL. He was like a writer there. Yeah, just just added him to the cast. The cover, the initial coverage was so funny. The coverage, like it was like it was like they plucked him out of nowhere, right? But like this means that we can all. This is the most powerful moment. The 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 falling of the Berlin Wall, uh, fucking Neil Armstrong on the moon. And Bo and Yang pretending to be Kim Jong Un on a show. Right, right. Fucking people with like. You know, Alzheimer's watch anymore. Didn't Fred Armisen play Obama like four years ago? Yeah, and somebody's been linking all old SNL shit that I've never seen because I was never really even a huge SNL head. Yeah, and there's this there's a sketch with Dana Carvey 
that's just like the entire thing is like he's Chinese. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's literally there's nothing else there. Sorry, I keep getting my shit blown up. My shit, my shit blown up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously ridiculous. The problem is, as it's like what we were saying before, it's like if you just divide the community into like the good and the bad. And like the good, the good boys are the ones that are getting TV shows and stuff, and that that shit sucks. Where do like kids that think it's gay like go, like go to? Yeah, you know, and they'll just start like watching Jordan Peterson videos and stuff. Like if there's no like alternative to, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever garbage they're putting out nowadays. I'm I'm Doctor I'm Doctor Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I was trying to do him the other day, and I got him for like a half second. I'm Doctor Jordan the Frog. I'm not. I'll tell you what. You, if you want to get your dick sucked, you better bring it around me, Bucko. (laughs) I'll give you a goddamn dick suck. (laughs) If you want to come in my classroom, you better unbuckle my goddamn pants and fuck me in my ass. (laughs) Ugh. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you like, Damn. you deplatform people to the point where it's like, now I want some fucking MSG. I was disappointed, Me too. man. You want to go out to Flushing? Well, I got I, my car here. I mean, I came into LaGuardia and fucking Abby came and picked me up, and I was like, let's get great, let's get good Chinese food in uh-huh. Flushing. So I looked up anything that was close, and it like one like there was an article, and one of them was like Grand Sichuan House. So uh-huh. I typed in Grand Sichuan House or something like that. And then we went to one, and I didn't realize after there's like a million of those. So then I ended up at just some just regular fucking some chain. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was like a run of the mill. It was fine, but it's like mm-hmm. I want like just some like good like shit, you know, dude. Let's that go shit after we got this. after that <coughs> after uh, the, the Paul Simon. The Paul, that was good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we got dude, with Max. Yeah, I had I had really good. Um, <coughs> actually, I didn't. I don't know where the fuck I went, but it was like on par with like. Uh, I don't know what I want is, and I don't want to like, I want Korean barbecue, but I don't I'm, like I I have to limit myself to like once a month. If I ruin Korean barbecue for myself, I'll kill myself. What do you mean? Like have it too often that I get burned out on it. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I've done that with every other cuisine. There's a, there's a like a strip of Chinese places mm. in Forest Hills that I really want to go to. I haven't been to yet. In the mall. It's like close to that mall. Yeah, the mall. There's a mall in Flushing that has like all those Chinese places. Yeah, I could do that. I just started. I'm on. There's this other place in Elmhurst I went to recently, a Chinese place that was insanely good. Yeah, I'm like and minding my diet again, so I can't really be you? fucking with Chinese food. They had this. I had this dish called oil spilled noodles the other day that was just one of the fucking most delicious things I've ever yeah. had. Some Louisiana Creole style yeah, fucking exactly. Chinese food. Some uh, yeah. I was telling somebody like <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to go to Popeyes, and I didn't know what New Orleans was, so I mm-hmm. thought that was just like Popeyes brand it was just that sh- like that that kind word. Of, well, no, just that music and like all that <laughs> like yeah, come on, Popeye, you know, like I just thought that was just like Popeye <laughs> from shit. the commercials. And then I found out about Louisiana or New Orleans, and it was like, oh, it's just like a Popeyes city. 
You thought that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would happen the other way for me. Oh, God. At least in terms of my exposure to, like, New Orleans and Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea what fucking Mardi Gras was. I knew about it from Girls Gone Wild. Damn, dude. The Popeye's Biscuits. You want to go to Popeye's right now? I would love to. But dude, I'm so hungry. Th- there's no good Popeye. There's no good fucking fast food restaurants in, like, at least near Brooklyn or Manhattan. Manhattan, no Queens chance. has good fast food. Because yeah. Queens is, like, legitimately, like, middle class. I had a, I had a um, Boston Market in Queens once that was yeah. incredible. Yeah. And they have Boston Market there. Yeah. I feel like you don't really have as many chains. Welcome to Boston Market. We don't do any of that fucking faggot cancel culture stuff here. You want a chicken pot pie? Open open society, open free speech. Let me see your fucking Twitter. I bet we're going to search through it, and if there's not a slur in there, you're not getting the fucking chicken (laughs) pot pie. How about that? When's the last time you went to one of those? Boston Market? Yeah. I used to go maybe once a month when I was a kid. That yeah, chicken we used pop, to get it as a family. That chicken pot pie. I never, I've I never, actually, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've never actually been in a Boston market. Yeah, we used to get it and then eat it at home. Yeah, yeah. My mom would get Boston market <clears> sometimes. And then, and then Kenny Rogers came to town. Yeah. And then it was the the, the great chicken wars of the nineteen nineties. I tell you, I love that fucking Kenny Rogers guy. Uh huh. You know, because I used to, I thought he was a faggot, but it turns out he's uh, he's from Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah. No, that guy's <laughs> from. Yeah, he's from Dorchester. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know he was from the Boston area. Yeah, no, because you, you think you hear his name Rogers, you're like, where's this guy from? Fucking California? <laughs> where's this guy? Some that kind is of a California guy, Yeah, he's got like a whole cow. He's got long hair, like a fucking girl. Uh huh. You know, he's playing music. Uh huh. Yeah, this guy's probably a girl. Uh huh. This guy this is probably a woman, a female. What woman. about uh, uh, Boston natives, uh, Aerosmith? Those guys have long yeah. hair. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always saw it Aerosmith. I thought that guy was a faggot. <laughs> and then I found out he's, you know, he's <laughs> he's from Boston. He's from, Char- he's from Charlestown. <laughs> oh, he's from the town. Yeah, he's from Roxbury. Like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I found out Aerosmith is from Roxbury. Uh-huh. And get this, turns out it's actually f- like four different guys. It's f- you thought it was one. I guy. I thought it was one guy named Aerosmith. You think he was like a multi instrumentalist kind of like yeah. plays the drums with his yeah. feet. I was like, who's this Aerosmith guy? He sounds like a faggot. Yeah. But then uh, you know, my buddy uh, Tommy, he was like, uh, it's four guys. Yeah, my buddy Tommy he was like, "Yeah, no, it's that's actually like a, it's a whole band." Yeah, and his n- first name isn't Arrow and last yeah. name Smith. No, it's not. A yeah. lot of people that's easy to make. Because he's, he's like, "No, it's, Smith is last." It's a name. band. They wrote that song about Kenny Rogers. Dude looks like a lady. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was about Kenny Rogers. I, I remember hearing that song, and I'm like, "You're right. That guy is a faggot." Because that's what that song is about. <laughs> but they don't tell you in the song because you know songs they got like hidden meanings and stuff. The hidden meaning is like he just looks like a lady, but uh-huh. actually he's from Quincy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I'm going to kill myself this week. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, we done? Uh, Let's get some dinner, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we done. Oh, damn. How damn. much we do? Okay. Uh, Hour 18. Well, they're going to have to sift through that one. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.